Evening and praise the Lord, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. This is Tuesday Night Live, and I am your host, Evangelist Glenn Mills, and my beautiful wife Kim is on the keyboard, uh, ready to talk to you. If you got anything, uh, prayer items, uh, questions, or anything, she'll take those down, and uh, we'll definitely be praying for you at the end of the program. We also are podcasting this tonight. If you have not been to any of our podcasts so far, there's seven or eight already on there. Uh, we did change that to Glenn Mills Ministries, just like everything else. Glenn Mills Ministries on uh, YouTube and also Facebook. Twitter is GMM1776. But uh, everything can basically be found on Glenn Mills Ministries. You can go to our website, glennmillsministries.com, and everything can be linked from there as well. But uh, do check out our podcast. Uh, some of the messages that we do on Tuesday night are on the podcast and some we do it another time, and uh, always trying to keep something on there that's going to help you grow. But uh, as far as podcasts go, to Glenn Two Ends Mills Ministries, and you can find those through Apple and a lot of other places are already carrying our podcast. And tonight, again, we're going to try to do the podcast off this program as well. Uh, don't forget, if you ever need to email us, we've also shortened that to GMM seventeen seventy six gmail.com that's gmm1776 at uh at gmail.com but again all the information about our ministry our books a lot of the things we do if you want to be on our mailing list we send out our newsletter every month and like i said kim does a really excellent job and thank you for all of those who uh enjoy what i write as well but if you'd like to be on our mailing list just send her your name, your address, and your zip code, and we'll put you on the mailing list. Be praying for us as we go into a brand new year, 2020, a year, I believe, of spiritual vision beyond anything we have seen in our generation. I just believe God is going to supernaturally begin to open our eyes if we will stay in the Word, stay in the Spirit, and stay in His presence. If we will seek His face, seek His Word, seek His truth, I believe God's going to open our eyes. We're going to have greater discernment. We're going to know the tactics of the enemy. We're going to be able to move in power of praise and all of those things. I just, I, I'm just excited about what God's going to do. Kim and I believing that God is just going to open up greater doors for us this year. As many of you know, we use as much media as we possibly can. But at the same time, we love to go and visit the churches so we can minister there and carry the word that God has for that church. I don't just go to a church and take a message. I pray about it. Kim prays about it. God, what do you have for that church? And we love to go there and minister and pray with the people. We love to just meet our brothers and sisters in the Lord. So if you'd ever love to have us come to your ministry, your church, or whatever, you can contact us through Messenger, through our email, and any other way. But do be praying for us, and we appreciate all our partners that help support us. We're asking that God will just give us more partners this year because we're trying to make some expansion as far as the media and the things that we do through cameras and lighting. Uh, we, we just uh, God has put in our spirit that in the near future we're going to be moving into some type of studio so we can do uh, even greater works with interviews and a lot of other things uh, to, to better reach and, and do the things that God's called us to do. You know, I know quality is important. We do what we can with what we've got, and the more we have, the more we're able to do, and our partners help us to do that. So if you have not been a partner but would like to be, you pray about that, and you can contact us. There's a lot of ways to do it. Some of our people do it through our Glen Mills Ministries website. They go to PayPal, and, and they help support through that. Others send it through the mail, 
but we greatly appreciate it tonight. We want to talk about, God got me up this morning, 4.30. I was praying about this message. Um, I want to encourage you, go back and watch the one last Wednesday night from the church that we uh, did at our church with Pastor Dan, Deeper Life Church Ministry. That was an awesome word. I'm going to put that on podcast coming up pretty soon as well. Uh, at the moment, it slipped my mind, but it is Millennium Apprenticeship. Millennium Apprenticeship. Powerful message, but it was on uh, our Facebook last week. But I will put that on our podcast as well and hope to have it up next day or so. But, you know, what we're doing now is affecting what we're going to be doing in the future. And God has given us giftings and talents. And, you know, God didn't just call us to go listen to one person on Sunday morning use their talent. Uh, more and more preachers are catching on to this. We all need to get involved. We, we all have a gift. We all have talents. We all have a calling on our life. Now, the Bible does, does say many are called, but few are chosen because not everybody is going to do what God's called them to do, what God wants them to do. But I tell you this, if you will do it, you will be blessed tremendously. Your life will make not just a difference, but a tremendous difference. You can do what nobody else can do the way you do it. And that's the reason God's called you to do special things, just like he has Kim and I. But we want to talk about tonight, God's gift of free will. God's gift of free will. In Matthew 16, 24, one of my favorite verses, matter of fact, I've got a band that I wear often on my arm, and it says, Jesus said, if any man will come after me, that means be in fellowship with me, be in relationship with me, be a follower, a believer of me. Notice what he says, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. That, that is total free will. He, it's your choice. You don't have to, but if you will. Jesus said, if you're going to come after me, you're going to follow me, you're going to be my disciple, you're going to be my brother and sister in the Lord, you're going to be in the family of God. He says, you will have to deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow me. In Genesis 2, 16 and 17, And the Lord commanded the man, this is Adam, You are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, you will surely, certainly die. Now, we know he didn't drop dead. He didn't mean, God wasn't talking about you're going to physically drop dead right now. What God was saying is, you're going to spiritually start dying. The moment you disobey me and you take this forbidden fruit. But notice, God gave him a choice. God didn't say, you can, you, God didn't make him do anything. God said, here's the deal. There's some trees here, you can have all of these. But leave this one alone. So Adam had a choice. Why? Because he had a free will. God gave him the gift of free will. Sadly, Adam and Eve didn't use it in the right way and brought the sin nature upon all mankind. Another verse, and the Bible is full of verses that deal with free will, but one that we use often, especially when it comes to salvation, John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, listen, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Another scripture that deals with free will. All through the Bible, we find scripture after scripture, passage after passage, that reveal God has given mankind a free will to accept or to reject God's word, God's will, 
and God's way. In other words, we have the power of choice. We have a free will. Now, C.S. Lewis, what I happen to think is a very smart man, this is what he said about free will. There are only two kinds of people in the end when we meet God, so to say. Those who say to God, thy will be done. And who to whom God says in the end, thy will be done. All that are in hell, C.S. Lewis says, and I agree, all that are in hell right now, choose it. They chose it. Without self-choice, there could be no hell. No soul that seriously and constantly desires joy will ever miss it. Those who seek, find. Those who knock, it will be opened. So, so what's he saying? You know, that will be done. You can say that now. Lord, that will be done. I, I want to do what you, just like Mary said, I am the Lord's handmaiden. Do with me as you please. All through the scriptures, we see people submitting their lives to God. Lord, thy will be done. But in the end, when it's all said and done, it's appointed unto man who wants to die. And after that, the judgment. And then don't be surprised if God says, okay, your will be done. <laughs> thy will be done. God, We don't want God to say the same thing to us we ought to say to him. In other words, God, we don't want God to say, well, go right ahead. You just go on and do your own thing. If you don't want me, then you just do it. Because we know where that's going to lead. I pray tonight that our prayer is, Lord, thy will be done. Because I don't ever want God to look at me and say, well, just go right ahead. If you don't want me, then you just go right ahead. But again, not we need to realize, you know, people have said, well, I don't want to serve a God that sends people to hell. Well, I don't serve that kind of God either. And God is not that kind of God. If there's anybody in hell tonight, they chose it. Why? Because they had a free will. You know, there is one theologian who said that predestination, his definition of predestination was that God created some people to go to heaven and some people to go to hell and you didn't have a choice in the matter. That is not what my Bible teaches anywhere. Matter of fact, John 3.16 says, for whosoever will. That means God gives you a choice. He gives me a choice. God has never made a man and destined him to hell and that man didn't have a choice. I just don't believe that. That is not the God we serve, but God gives us free will to choose. The power of choice. Now, to the one who often says, well, Brother Mills, I'm not going to choose. Well, you just did. Not to choose is to choose. You've made a choice. In Genesis, we were created in the image and in the likeness of our creator who himself has a free will. You know, God has a free will. And he made us in his image, in his likeness, and he created us with a free will. Our greatest choice is to love God, not because we have to, but because we choose to desire to. Now, while it is a solid fact that God knows every thought and every decision we're ever going to have, he still allows us to activate our free will of choice. Now, does God know what the choice is? Yes. Does God cause that choice? No. God knows what our choice is, even before we make it. But it was still our choice, activated by 
our free will. Well, knowing this, there is a warning. There's something we need to be careful of. Every choice will have some type of impact on our lives. Every action has a reaction. Every choice has a consequence attached to it, good or bad. Every decision we make always has an action or a reaction or a consequence. In other words, when it comes to our choices, there's going to be some that are going to be big, some that are going to be small. Some choices will be momentary. Some will be eternal. Some will be helpful. Some choices are going to be hurtful. Some will be freeing, while other choices may be binding. Get us into things we don't want to be in. Some may be pleasant. Some are going to be unpleasant. Some will bring peace. Some will bring pain. Some will bring joy. Some will bring sorrow. All of these are choices. Albert Camus said, Life is the sum of our choices. Life is the sum. What I am today has a lot to do with the choices I've already made. Had I made different choices, I'd probably be different in some way, some shape, some fashion. If I made choices to eat better two years ago, I'd probably be at the weight I need to be at today. That's in my health. But then there's so many areas in our lives. How many would say tonight, if we had all the money we threw away on stuff we didn't need today, there are people in their 30s, 40s, who could go, you could retire today. Because you'd have enough money. But hey, we can't go back and redo it. Those are choices made. But we can make choices today to make better decisions. But hopefully through the help of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. Decision making start early, even in childhood. Where children decide what they do and don't like, what they will and will not do. And it starts early. You know, you... Not with a baby, but as soon as that baby's able to talk, it's not long. It's, it's me, it's mine, it's screaming, it's whatever to try to get their way. They're, they're making choices. And when that happens, that is where discipline comes in. Helping children make the right choices, acceptable behavior, and productive guidelines. Now, as parents, not only are we daily trying to make good choices, but we're trying to help our children Make good choices as well. And if you'll be honest, it can be heartbreaking trying to steer a child from bad behavior, especially when we know what's best for them and they don't have a clue. But then God often has to do the same with us. There's so many times God has to rebuke and correct us over things we can't even understand. But because he loves us, he is willing to discipline us and direct us and care for us and be impatient with us. And if God's got to spiritually spank us sometimes, he may do that because he is a faithful, loving father who knows what is best. But we have a father who will always do what is best. You know, as a parent, sometimes with my children, maybe I didn't always make the right decisions. I did the best I could with the knowledge that I had, the ability that I had. But one thing is certain. God is a loving Father, and He knows all. He is all-knowing. He is perfect in all His ways. He is never going to make a mistake. God's never going to get it wrong. Out of all the fathers there's ever been, there's only one who is perfect and complete in all His ways, 
and that is our Heavenly Father God. If he says, Glenn, do this, don't do this, I can bank on it. He knows what he's talking about, and it's the best thing for my life. Who knows our life better than the one who created it? God made life. God made the brain. God made the personality. God made the God made it all. And who better knows it than the one who created it? You see, today God knows our abilities. God knows your potential. He knows your gifts. He knows your talents. He knows your desires. He knows your likes. He knows your passions. He knows what you don't like. Why? Because he's a loving father. He's observant. He's watching over you. He cares for you. He has a plan for you. He has a plan for me. But he gave me free will to hopefully choose his plan. The greatest thing we can ever do with free will is choose to follow and submit it to God's will. I was telling a Bible study group we were with this morning, Kim and I, Miss Benji, that she works for, has a Bible study every Tuesday morning. And as we were talking today, that was one of the things that, that we, we brought up is that, you know, when we submit our will to God, it's going to be the best life we could ever live. I can honestly say every decision I ever made based on what God led me by his word and his spirit was always right. Now notice I said every decision I made based on God's word led by God's spirit was always right. Now, a lot of decisions I made on my own, whew, help me Jesus. Can I get a witness from somebody? Anybody ever here made a mess? You know, I wrote a book, and you can find it on our website, glennmillsministries.com. There is a mess, a message in your mess. There's a message in your mess. Even when we mess up, God can help us get it right, and there's a message in it. And you need to get the book if you've never read it. I know you'll enjoy it. But when I've made decisions without the leadership of the Word or God, it almost always messed up. But I can tell you as a man of God tonight, as a child of God, Never once has God led me the wrong way. Never once has the Word led me the wrong way. Never once has the Holy Spirit led me the wrong way. But many of the blessings that I walk in now is because of yielding my will, my free will, to my Father's will, who always knows best. While we may choose our own way, God has a plan. God has a purpose, and God has a destiny for you. For every person listening tonight, maybe you're watching at another time, maybe you're listening on a podcast, I need you to know God has a plan for you, no matter what you have done, no matter what position you're in right now, God still has a plan and a destiny and a will for your life. God knew you were going to mess up, God knew where you would be at this very moment, and guess what, he still loves you. He still cares about you. He's still got an awesome plan for your life. You need to quit listening to the enemy. It's not over till God says it's over. And I'm tonight excited because he does know your ability. He does know your potential. He does know the gifts and the talents that you possess. He does know 
that you, through his word, through his presence and his Holy Spirit, you, my friend, can change the world around you. You can impact this world in a great way. Well, Brother Mills, I'm the chief of sinners. Well, then you have got one awesome testimony to share to the world on how God can take a messed up life and make a message out of it that can change the world. Somebody ought to say hallelujah. Praise the Lord for his goodness tonight. Quit listening to the enemy. It's not over. The same promise God made to Jeremiah, God makes to me, God makes to you, God makes to Kim. What is that? 2911. You've heard it before. God says, well, I know the plans that I have for you. Declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you. And my friends, that's a lot more than just money. A lot of the prosperity we need has nothing to do with money. I preached a message a couple weeks ago. You can go back and look at it. But what it deals with is the richest people I know are those who have what money cannot buy. And God says, I will prosper you and not harm you. I have plans to give you a hope and a future. Who? Me, you, anybody listening, anybody who reads that scripture. God said, doesn't matter where you come from. Doesn't matter where you're at currently. God says, are you willing now? Are you willing now to give up your free will to do my will? Will you use your free will of choice to choose God and his way, his word, and his spirit? And quit choosing our way and the world's way, which leads to destruction. It's a choice. Will you use your free will, the gift of God, to choose his will, which is the greatest gift of God? In his will is Jesus. In his will is salvation, redemption, justification, sanctification, protection, love, mercy, and the list goes on and on. And all of that is in his will. Will you give up your will to accept his will? That is, that's free will. That's free choice. We can choose to be led by the flesh in the world that's going to lead us to destruction, or we can choose to be led by the Spirit in the Word which leads us to true life in Jesus Christ. What are we using to help make our decisions? Tonight, we got a free will. You're making decisions. You're making choices. What are you using to do that? Is it your upbringing? Well, you know, Brother Mill, you got to understand that's the way I was brought up. If it's not God's way, it's not going to lead you in the right way. Maybe it's your education. You know, we've got so many people today, they're so educated, they don't think they need God. They think that God's outdated. They think that the gospel's outdated. They think that the old, all that's outdated. And yet they're dying in their sins. They're, they are, they're, they're, they're depressed. They're, they're, they're medicated. And so many things, they don't realize the very thing they're casting off is the very thing they need, and that is God and his word, and his spirit, and Jesus, and the church, and other believers. The things that are spiritual, the things that matter, the things that are eternal. But you see, sometimes we get too smart for ourselves. Matter of fact, Daniel said we'd become so educated, we'd become ignorant. And we're seeing that happen. Too many people get advice from their friends. Woo! Too many people get advice off social media. You're making your decisions, but what you see other people doing on social media, if, if what you see them doing is not leading you to God and building you up in the Word and, and teaching you to follow the Holy Spirit, then it's going to lead you in the wrong direction, I promise you. 
It's going to lead you down a road of destruction and heartache and pain that is unnecessary. Now, are we going to go through things if we live a Christian life? Sure, but those things are going to help us grow and they're not going to destroy us. They're going to promote us. They're going to build us. They're going to make us stronger. But outside of God's will, God's purpose, God's love, those things will destroy us. The news and all these other things. Only truth can direct us into making the right choices. Only truth. Jesus is the Word, and He and the Word, they are truth. Only Jesus can lead us in the right direction. God's Word reveals the sinful, selfish nature of the human heart, but also how it can be transformed and become productive, loving, powerful, and world-changing through the power of God, the Word, the Spirit. God's plan for us is far greater than any plan we could ever have for ourselves. It is only when our will, our free will, is submitted to His will can we know true joy, complete peace, consuming love, sound mind, and victorious living. Can I say that again? It is only when our free will is submitted to His will can we then truly know true joy, complete peace, consuming love, sound mind, and victorious living. I really believe that with all of my heart. If I didn't, I wouldn't preach it. When our choice is to give our hearts to God and our lives to God by receiving Jesus as our Lord, one who rules, and Savior, one who saves, He gives us His loving Holy Spirit to help us every day and in every way. Every day in every way. My friends, God loves you so much He gave you free will. And in that free will, He gives us the opportunity to accept Him as our Father, Jesus as our Savior, the Holy Spirit as our strength, our comforter, our teacher, and the Word of God as our instruction. And when we put it in that order, we'll have the most powerful life we've ever had. I pray tonight that you understand the gift that God gave us should be the gift that brings us back to God, the giver. This world is full of broken, hurting, confused, frustrated people who have been using their free will to do their own thing. They've left God out. They've left the word out. There's some that even listening tonight. You go to church, but you don't have any joy because you're still doing it your way. You're still calling all the shots instead of letting God direct us. You know, the Bible says that his word is a lamp unto our feet, which means lights up where we're currently at and a light under our path which shows us where we're going. God says our steps are ordered by Him if we will what? Obey Him, follow Him, seek Him, love Him. And my friends, it'll be the best life you have ever known. You know, we can all find rest in Jesus Christ and He desires to help us tonight. God has given us all a beautiful gift of free will. We make choices every day. But if you'll be honest, I've made some really tough, bad choices. But whenever I've trusted God, whenever I've given myself over to Him, the choices I made were always productive. They always made a difference. They always blessed me. Whenever my free will 
was to choose the will of the Father and let him direct me. You know, maybe you're listening tonight and you've never really trusted Jesus to be Lord and Savior in your life. I want to encourage you right now. A simple prayer of saying, Lord, I need you. I, I've made I've made enough mistakes. I've made a mess out of my life. I've, I've, I have been the captain of my own ship and, and I'm shipwrecked. I've made a mess. And I need help. And tonight I want you to know God loves you. God's been chasing after you. You're not here by chance. You are here by divine destiny. God wanted you to hear this message tonight because God wants you to know he gave you a free will and he's let you choose. And now God invites you to choose him. God says, choose me. Choose my presence. Choose my word. Choose my son. Choose my Holy Spirit. And child, I will bless you. I will protect you. I will guide you. I will help you. I will heal you. I will deliver you. God says tonight, he can give your life purpose. He can give your life joy and peace tonight. If you don't know Jesus, you've never trusted God to be your father, Jesus to be your savior. You've never let the Holy Spirit direct and guide you. I pray tonight that you'll make that simple prayer. Lord, I'm a sinner and I confess my sins before you. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart. You raised him from the dead that I can live forever. And Father, I accept your love. I accept your grace. Use my life to your glory. I submit my will to your will tonight. And if you've made that prayer or anything like it, we've got a book we want to send you. It's called 13 Steps in Your New Christian Walk. What now? 13 Steps, Things to Help You Grow in Your Christian Faith. We'll send it to you at no charge. Send us your name and your address so we can rejoice with you. But maybe tonight you're just an average Christian, average believer, still making a lot of choices on your own. You still haven't sold out completely. You still haven't surrendered completely to God. And I pray tonight you'll make a decision. Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. Lord, I'm submitting my free will to choose your will for my life. And I pray that through your word, through your son, and through your spirit, through other, other Christians that are mature, people that I know that love the Lord, through all of these avenues, through all of the things, you're going to help me grow and make the right choices because I'm submitting my life to you. Tonight, we'd like to pray with you. We'd like to know if you've made that decision. Is there anybody out there tonight who would say, Brother Mills, that's me. I want, I want to really give it all to him tonight. I want to submit my total will my free will to his total will tonight. And we're going to pray for you and believe for your life. But as for me and my house, I can honestly say we will serve the Lord. That should be the desire of every Christian listening to this program, whether by YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, podcast. That should be the desire of every Christian believer. Not my will, Lord. But thy will be done. That is a free will choice. But it is the best choice you will ever make. Wow. God's gift of free will. Don't abuse it, but realize God invites you to use it so that we will accept his will for our life. And that's when you really begin to live to the fullest. And all God's people said, Amen.